streaming on Paramount Plus. You ready, Bob? Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, One Love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. What's up, everyone? Welcome to PopCulture.com's group chat, where we talk about all the reality TV news that we care about and you really need to know. I'm one of your hosts, Anna Rumor. And I'm Jamison Brown. And I'm Victoria Magadami. We have got like always, an amazing show for you this week, if I do say so myself. We're going to talk about the loss of Regis Philbin, which really, I feel like has hit all of us more than we even thought it would. Um, So we're going to talk and pay tribute to him a little bit. Uh, The Ellen DeGeneres show is under investigation. Apparently things aren't as happy behind the scenes as they are on the stage. And uh, it's kind of one of Hollywood's interesting, not so secret secrets. So we'll talk about that. We've got a Kim and Kanye update for you because you know that news cycle never stops. And uh, Demi Lovato's engaged, which is a nice little fun way to wrap it up. But who is that guy? And we'll break that down for you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Everyone's greatest question this week. (laughs) I know. Right before this, I was like, I don't know if I know how to pronounce that. So I had to Google that. Nobody knows Um, who he is. (gasps) Yeah. And right? Isn't that the dream? Marrying a Beautiful no one. Um, yes. oh. <laughs> sorry, Max. Uh, we'll get to that. Let's, let's start off with Regis. I was so sad. We found out Friday or Saturday that he had died Friday, a month before he turned 89. Um, and he's just being remembered by pretty much everyone he's ever worked with as the most genuine and wonderful human being. So I don't know. That one that one kind of hit me more than I would expect for someone who's kind of older and died of natural causes. How did you guys take that? He's a legend. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the first back, so I'm from Florida, back in my Florida days, uh, my mom and I used to wake up early in the morning and watch Regis and Kathy Lee. And I remember trying to like curl up on the couch and be like, my mom, I had my like little, little mermaid cup and my mom would, I wanted coffee with her so oh, badly. And so I would try to like imitate her for she'd give me like this much coffee and like the rest would be milk. Um, <laughs> and we would watch that show together. And so I grew up watching Regis and I have so much respect for him. It broke my heart uh, to hear that. But as weird as this sounds, I'm glad it was of natural causes and not something like super crazy and dramatic you well, know we're in he covid just, time so anytime i mean I guys i'm like oh god was it covid is it covid i know that was my first thought i was like with yeah. his age and everything like was it covid so i'm just at least in a weird way refreshed to find out that it was not covid and it wasn't something like yeah. you know super super sad right right yeah what about you jameson no i mean the same it's it's a it i think it kind of took everybody just by Big surprise, um, you know, because that yeah. happened on Saturday, correct? This past week. Yeah, he, he passed away on Friday, yeah. Friday evening, but we okay. found out well, on Saturday. You know, and you kind of, and, and when that happens, you kind of look back and see the full catalog of everything that was done, you know, between, um, you know, the his television show hosting and like with Kelly Ripa and, and, and the days before and Kathy Lee Gifford. And then also like who wants to be a millionaire was a yes. huge, like, yes. I, you know, I, I, that was a huge, that was kind of a huge second chapter of everything. So there was just such like monumental uh, weight with his career. So, but it, you know, he, he lived a long life, you know, 88, 89 years old and, you know, had a, you know, amazing career and, you know, well liked by everybody. So. 
Right. Yeah. What else could you ask for? Yeah. I, I have. I was going to say, yeah, of, he's very well liked. <laughs> oh yeah, everyone. No one has said a bad thing about him, which is, mm-hmm. I guess, the best you can ask for when you die. Um, I wasn't really big into like the talk show scenes. Still, I'm not super big into the talk show scene. But I remember him on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire because I am an insufferable know-it-all. And I loved that show because you kind of had a one in four chance of getting it right. Like it's hard to yeah. fake your way through Jeopardy sometimes. But as a kid, I was like, look how smart I am on Millionaire. And um, so I, I, once I got older and I realized he had this whole other side to his career, I was kind of surprised because I just saw him as the uh, the guy who handed out the money and uh, told you, is that your final answer? So I, 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 it hit me harder than I expected too. I was reading, yeah. I was just scrolling through Twitter. And I was like, Oh, that that sucks. (laughs) It was kind of refreshing, though, to see. I mean, I hate that it was at the cause of, you know, his death. But, like, to see everyone kind of come together, celebrities, fans, like, people on my feed posting photos of Regis Mm -hmm. and all the celebrities just be like, oh, my gosh, he was the greatest ever. Like, you know, and like you said, like, no one has had a bad thing to say. Everyone loves Regis. He was just like, you know. He just I was so well liked, you know. Yeah, and and Kathy Lee um, oh. and Ryan Seacrest and Kelly Ripa have had really beautiful tributes to him. Yeah. They've said uh, Ryan Seacrest called him the ultimate class act, which I think is in especially in show business, like one of the top things that you can be called. And uh, and told the story about how you know whenever he took over. Um, right. For, for him, he was really nervous and he approached him and Ryan was like, I was sweating bullets just because he's this icon and I'm supposed to step into these shoes. And he walked up and just gave him a big hug. And he was like, that was the Aww. moment I felt like I was accepted and I felt good moving forward with, with the gig, which has now become his own. Um, and so I love that story. And then Kelly Ripa was saying during this uh, 2020 special about his life the other day that when they, they were sitting down and talking about broadcasting and, and how to be a star, he told her that the secret was always being yourself both on and off camera because people can tell if you're not being genuine. And I thought mm-hmm. that really spoke to just who he was as a person. Yeah. yeah. And really, Kathy Lee. It was really funny and like quick-witted too, which is. Oh my gosh. So yeah. funny. Yeah. I've been loving the moments. Sing. Of- <laughs> oh, he could sing? I didn't know that. Yeah, I learned that yesterday that he could actually sing. Right? So he sang for a long time ago. Actually, his family in the statement that they gave once they broke their silence had mentioned that one of his highlights of his career, something that he really like was like, this was like a, a, a you know, a pivotal moment for me was when, um, and please forgive me, I cannot... F- remember the show that he was the sidekick on but he sang for Bing Crosby he loved Bing Crosby and sang for him and actually did a really good job and that's actually what got him his first like record deal which I didn't even know Regis got a record deal okay oh my gosh talk about Um, like a triple threat yeah yeah so he just I don't know I think he brought so much to the table but it did kind of sadden me that Kathy Lee um in one of her statements said that the last time they got together was a few weeks prior to his death Mm -hmm. And she said that they just, they laughed and they enjoyed their time, but she could not help but to think after he left, would that be the last time that she saw him? Because she could tell that he just wasn't doing as good. He was still laughing, but she could just tell that she used the word failing, um, but she just could, you you can tell when someone's just not doing well. And so, but yeah, she spoke so highly of him and I just missed them back in the day. I loved their show. I've just been loving all the recent 
surfacing moments from all his shows. Like mm-hmm. it, it just, um, what was it? It was the first millionaire on who wants to be a millionaire. First person who ever won the million dollars. And it was the guy, the show, this clip has been on Twitter for years, but I, every time yeah. it comes around, I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is the best thing that's ever happened on live TV. <laughs> and it was whenever he knew the answer and he called his dad, phone a friend and was kind of pretending like he didn't know. And he called his dad just to be like, Hey dad, I don't need your help. I just wanted to let you know, I'm going to win a million dollars. And Regis's <laughs> reaction to it was the best. He was just Aww. like, well, okay. And, uh, <laughs> So it's been kind of fun to like relive all of his little moments and be like, man, that was a, that was a ton of fun, man. The two thousands were fun. I know they really, the nineties and the two thousands, the early Take 2000s. me back. Take me yes. Back. If I could go back to the nineties today, I would. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Well, let's move on to um, the talk show of today, which like everything else from today isn't quite as fun. Um, <laughs> The Ellen yes. DeGeneres show, everyone knows it. It's on in every doctor's waiting room ever. And oh. I, I don't even mean that shadily. I just feel like every yeah. time I go to the doctor, everyone loves like, the Ellen show is on this yes. like, at this time too. It's always it's a on. fan favorite. <laughs> it is. And I, I say this as someone whose mom looks like Ellen. So I always really do like have an extra fondness for her just subconsciously. Um, so I was really bummed. It's been a couple years in the making where there's been whispers that working on her show is not great, um, that she's maybe not as nice as she comes across on TV. And then you get the Dakota Johnson interview that comes forward where people are like, what is going on? Um, And then just in July, BuzzFeed published this investigation where they talked to like 10 people who had worked on the show or who one person who currently works on the show who were saying that there's it's a really toxic work environment listed instances of like racism, fear and intimidation. Um, Variety reported right at the beginning of the pandemic that everyone who was this legacy employees of the show were left in the dark about their pay going into the pandemic. So a lot of stuff has been coming out for the past couple months that make people be like, Ooh, yikes. I, that doesn't sound great. Um, and then Warner brothers, uh, is apparently, according to Variety, investigating the show. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm curious to see what happens there. But for me, other than just you know it being kind of an interesting news item, it made me think a lot about how TV production is changing, uh, especially in light of the America's Got Talent investigation that kind of came off of very similar accusations of behind the screen or mm-hmm. behind the scenes. And uh, what, what were you guys thinking about just the, the kind of news cycle that continues to go with these investigations? Oh. Ellen, I mean, front, oh. This, I feel like the, the, on the Ellen front with this, yeah. not, uh, there's been like, grum, like you said, there's been like grumblings for this for years and years and years. Yeah. Long time. Um, and, you know, there have been reports, you know, about her specifically um, you know, with, with things like this. So it's, it's, you know, if it's time for, for that stuff just to be investigated and looked at a little bit more formally, um, then, you know, so be it. Then it's that time. So. I feel like it crushes my heart to see these reports about Ellen because I feel like I fell in love with her so much with her show and with finding Dory and finding Nemo and all of that. I mean, I literally like have this like sincere like soft spot for Ellen in my heart. But I will say, 
you know, when I lived in LA years ago, I had heard, you know, rumors of that. And this was years ago. Um, but yeah, I also have had of- friends that have worked on the show that they have not said anything, which I, now there's, you know, reports saying that there were non-disclosures that had to be signed if you worked on the show. So I feel like now I'm putting all this together. I'm like, okay, well that makes sense why they like wouldn't say anything knowing that I work in media. But, um, so I feel like I'm, I'm shocked, but I'm not shocked because again, like living in LA, I had heard this a couple of times, but I just figured since it never like came to light that maybe it was just like people who just, I don't know, were grumpy on the job, but I don't know. It's, but I, you know what? I will say this after the America's Got Talent situation and now, you know, this, I'm, I'm hoping that moving forward, this will create a better work environment, um, in production and in studios and Hollywood moving forward. Um, maybe it'll bring some light to maybe some things that need to be changed. So I well, think. And, yeah. And it kind of seems like the cult of celebrity is no longer shielding um, bad behavior as much anymore, mm-hmm. especially with uh, these kind of investigations where before on America's Got Talent and Ellen, you were felt lucky to have a job. You, kind of felt indebted to the personalities at the front and felt like you had no power to speak out about them. But I feel like as the more these investigations keep going, the more people behind the scenes feel like they actually can speak out against, you know, Simon Cowell, Ellen DeGeneres, the huge names in Hollywood. And I mean, yes, thank God. I think, I think you bring up a really good point because I think working in Hollywood and when you, when you get on a show like that and you're starting off as a PA, you know, you just want to pay your dues and, and move up the ladder. Right. Um, but a lot of times, you know, people feel that they can't speak up. And so I think that this is kind of opening that door for people to, you know, be able to say, Hey, this is kind of what I've dealt with. And yeah, I think there's going to be a shift in, in how things are handled in situations like that. So yeah, it's good. I'm excited to see what comes out of it and hopefully some real change is made instead of just, you know. Mm-hmm. it's a third party that's investigating it. So hopefully that'll be a little bit more than just them being like, we looked and everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is true. That is true. But I do have to say it's heartbreaking. I feel like I've watched Ellen for years and hear this stuff. I'm just like, oh, man, I know it was, a, I think it was a Jezebel oh, piece a couple, or maybe it was Gawker a couple years ago that I read that was like, Ellen DeGeneres is not a nice person and it's Hollywood's biggest secret. And I was like, what? And I read it and was like, oh no. And then I've kind of had to like <laughs> break up, break up with that. So, um, you know, oh. but then again, also, I guess you don't really, uh, part of me is like, well, of course, if you're in the public eye that much and people are always wanting your attention, like, do you really owe anyone being super nice all the time? No, but do you owe people yeah. not being a total jerk and, you know, a toxic work environment no that's bad too so yeah happy. Yeah. yeah yeah i think there's, there's like a line a, a line that can be drawn with like i totally get you know if if you've been if you're at that level and you've been at that level for years and years and years and sometimes there's a little frustration here and there totally get that that's normal we're human totally but to to consistently be an a-hole yeah <laughs> every day in and day out you know if that's what it is i'm not saying it is i'm just saying if that's what's found um right. to the point where it's like you know, a way too aggressive, possibly abusive, et cetera. You know, it's, I mean, that's where you got to draw the line. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. Checks and balances y'all. Um, <laughs> we're going to go to a break real quick and then we'll come back for Kanye and Kim and then uh, Demi Lovato ended on a high note. So we'll be right yeah. back.
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, guys, we are back and we are talking Kanye. That first, let's just get that out of the way. <laughs> where do we start? I legit oh, had to man. listen to last week's episode to be like, where did we leave off in this never ending story? <laughs> um, so since we last spoke about this, uh, Kanye took to Twitter to apologize to Kim, which seems like a good sign. He wrote on Twitter Saturday, I would like to apologize to my wife, Kim, for going public with something that was a private matter. I did not cover her like she has covered to me, covered me to Kim. I want to say, I know I hurt you. Please forgive me. Thank you for always being there for me which I thought was a pretty good apology for being mm-hmm. on Twitter. Um, well, it sounded just the way that it was worded. It sounded like it wasn't just PR. You know what I mean? That sounded yeah. like it came straight from him. And that to me, I like if it just comes straight from the person, I appreciate that 10 times more than just like this PR written apology of, you know, so yeah. I appreciate that. Well, and part of me went back and forth because I was like, well, you're married. You should just call her. Um, but then also he did just, uh, publicly. Mm -hmm. So when you go public in the beginning, it might track to go public with the apology too. Well, I'm sure that they had probably a conversation behind the scenes, but I think I, good point him going public with all of that stuff in the first place. I think that he owes it to his followers and his wife to publicly apologize. So people can be like, okay, there was an apology. Mm-hmm, you know, exactly. stated, but that whole situation, I mean, I'm not going to lie when they got married years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. I was just like, my first thought was like, I don't know, maybe she sees something that we don't, but I feel like I'm not surprised that they're getting to this point. I hope that they can work things out, but it doesn't look like it's it by, you know, what sources have said, like they're, they're kind of done. And it's, and it's difficult. This is kind of, obviously I'm not in their marriage, so I don't know, but the way that he's Mm -hmm. spoken about her over the years and the way that we've watched him change her aesthetic over the years. And she's spoken about him changing her aesthetic. She was like, he went in, took all my old clothes and we're like, ew, disgusting. And then put her in a bunch of um, bike shorts, which now I'm wearing bike shorts. How dare you, Kanye? Um, (laughs) The trend he has started. It's happening. They're uncomfortable. Um, (laughs) They really are. Right, right. But but anyways, the way he talked about her is kind of like a muse. And when you put someone on a pedestal in that way and see them more as a figurehead for your creativity as opposed to a real human being that you love and respect – I think the downfall is always kind of, I mean, historically, if you look at people and their muses, things typically don't work out super well in the end because that's just not how human relationships Mm -hmm. work. So I'm not sure if that's what's happening with them, but it does, does seem that way. But like you said, there is probably a private conversation. Well, the next day or Monday, yeah, it was Monday, Kim did go to Wyoming and was photographed having a very tense conversation with Kanye in the car. So they have met in person since then, but 
the skeptical part of me is like, how did paparazzi get a picture of you two arguing in the car? I know. Like in the back of my head, every time that a photo uh, like that comes out, it's like, wait a second. Although I will, I will say this. I mean, I don't know how paparazzi work, but I feel like because of the elevated situation, I'm sure that like paparazzi are being sent out to Wyoming. Like, Hey, we need to be watching both in LA and in Wyoming. I mean, you just never know. But private property laws. Yeah. But was it on their property? They weren't just out in public? No, they were at the ranch. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that changes the game a little bit. If it's on their property, then yes. It does. And not to get too deep into this, because this is a rabbit hole, but the company that put out the paparazzi pictures are known to... Um, Photoshop the Kardashian pictures and put them out like their paparazzi pictures. So a lot of the the good paparazzi pictures we see of them are from that company, whereas gotcha. other paparazzi companies that put out pictures of the Kardashians look very different. So it is pretty much, I mean, theorized, but pretty much confirmed that they have a relationship with them. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that changes it then. I didn't know it was on. We think were, that. A, we suspect that. It's, yeah. it's theorized by many people. And if you look at the pictures, it's like, hmm, they look really, really different in these pictures that they post to their Instagrams as opposed to different ones. This, I mean, this is like, this is not a, a, a secret in any way, shape or form. This is pretty widely talked about. <laughs> I'm not pulling back the curtain that much. But um, yeah, so that, that happened. That was interesting. She went back to LA by herself, was photographed getting off the plane there. Um, which, you know, tarmacs are different, so who knows. Um, And then later on that day, on Monday, um, an ambulance, Kanye was photographed going to the hospital in Wyoming. He stayed there for apparently like 10 minutes, according to sources uh, for Entertainment Tonight, uh, for what they said was anxiety. He decided he didn't actually want to be treated at the hospital. Makes sense. He's super famous. So an ambulance came later that uh, day to the ranch, and apparently he's fine and was it was anxiety related so yeah yeah I, hmm, yeah you know, the, it's what do you say about this situation yeah it's just a sucky situation and you know i think that we all too have to remember that these are two humans going through something real and whether they've staged paparazzi photos or not like they're still going through something that's challenging and you know i'm sure kim was extremely upset you know that he revealed so many personal you know little Mm -hmm. factoids about their family considering you know the kardashians are you know just super tight on Mm -hmm. what they allow the public to see and what they don't um so i don't know i just it's a weird situation i hate it for him you know i I really do i feel like there's this godfather parallel here with like michael (laughs) corleone has to yeah totally she's michael corleone she's got to choose the family over diane keaton and that's what <laughs> you know the door closes on kanye like it did diane keaton and mm-hmm. she's choose the family i don't know yeah me making a movie reference but no yeah. i know i totally yeah. get that because it is i'm sure there's still a lot of love between the two of them but like you said they run a tight ship and uh loose lips well, sink ships and we talked about this last week about reality families who have kind of been successful in the public eye. And, you know, it, I think, I can't remember if it was Jameson or Anna, but one of y'all brought up the fact that like the difference between the Kardashians and other people is that they have made their reality series, their mm-hmm. life. And yeah. so 
I feel like if you do anything to jeopardize their life, their, their image, their anything, you're going to be, you know, shut out. And I'm not saying that that is why they're getting divorced, but I'm just saying what you just said, like they run a tight ship and I would not be surprised if Kim was just like, listen, man, like you've been, you've been going on rants for years now. And like, at this point you've brought our family into it. You brought our kids into it. So like yeah. at some point we got to just, yeah. We're, up and right. we're not getting divorced. Right. That, that, that's just like, a, it's just a rumor. speculation. Right it's yeah. speculation. There's a lot of yeah. sources saying a lot of things. If you look at different places, they're like, they're not getting a divorce. They're sticking together. Other people are like, they're definitely getting a divorce. And some people are like, well, maybe. So, you know, yeah, who knows? Um, but I do, I did. He hasn't uh, tweeted anything else. So that makes me think that maybe he's getting the, the help that he needs. He's got some people up there who are supporting him. So yeah. all good signs for his mental health and for people who are taking care of him. So, I mean, I send my, my best wishes to him, regardless mm-hmm. of whatever situation is going on there. Yep. Um, let's move on to Demi Lovato's engagement. Wow. Exciting. She's engaged. To Max Eric, that is how you pronounce it, apparently. Um, it has been like fast and furious. First of all, love Demi. She's fantastic. I yes. feel for her and all the happiness in the world for her. But this has been very quick. They moved in together in March at the start of quarantine, which is just a few weeks after they met. And uh, you know how a lot of people have been getting divorced during quarantine yeah apparently they have been having a great time together and the opposite of the quarantine curse happened and uh which is refreshing to see um he's also very different from boyfriends in the past for her um yes very different and a lot of people were just kind of like who is this guy wasn't he on a soap opera isn't that what he's he's on the young and the restless okay uh, so i'm not a big soap person so i wouldn't i don't know how big his role is on there but that is what yeah. he's from yeah but i just want demi to be happy like i hope that she's not rushing this and then we're gonna see a marriage and then a divorce a year or two later i'm really hoping mm-hmm. that that's not the case um but i it's just very nice to see that girl smiling that girl's been through it you know it so. is. And she, she said something um, the other day on Instagram, I think. Uh, it was July 24th, now that I'm looking at the notes. I don't just know that off the top of my head. I was like, rolling my <laughs> eyes like I was thinking about that. What am I talking about? Like I said, insufferable know-it-all. Um, <laughs> so she wrote on Instagram on July 24th, uh, I genuinely say I feel free of my demons. And it's not just because I fell in love, but because over the past two years, I've done more work on myself than I have in my entire life. Um, and, and that was, uh, on the two year anniversary of her overdose. So, yeah. And that's really, it's so nice to hear. Like, right. I just want her to be happy. She's also in, uh, the movie Eurovision on Netflix (laughs) and it's really fun. (laughs) She was in coming in real quick. Here's his resume. He plays a ghost who's constantly on fire. So it's really funny. That's hilarious. Oh, okay, well, I haven't okay. seen him in anything. Whenever they first started dating, I was like, who is he? And then I was getting him confused with Ariana Grande's realtor boyfriend. But he's yeah. an actor, too. Apparently, from everyone that I've read things from, from, he's apparently a sweetheart. And judging by the size of that ring on her finger, he's also super loaded. I know there's um, a lot of money in soaps, so. Yeah, I, I was a 
about to say when I saw that ring, I was like, who is this guy? Where do you come from? Where's this money coming from? I'm so, I got so many questions. Like, you know, I don't know. I just, I had a thought and then it escaped my mind. I'll think of it when I'm not mm-hmm. trying to think it of it. It was because it was blinded of you out, out by that. I know the rain just like took over every thought in my mind. <laughs> I mean, if you have not, if you have not seen that diamond, you guys need to go to her Instagram immediately and go look at that diamond. It is gorgeous. It is huge. It is like, it's like JLo status. Whenever it's remember, she showed off her ring and you're like, status. Yes. Yeah. And she deserves like that, it. That thing is millions. And I don't know like good for him and good for her (laughs) yeah but i'm excited to see more of him because now that i mean you know how how media works now that he's connected to demi lovato we're gonna start hearing more stories about him before i'm sure he's been doing great stuff and do posting stuff on instagram but no one's reported on it because like "Eh, eh, pretty niche now we're gonna know a lot of stuff about him and he sounds nice so i'm fine with that i know she needs a nice guy that's not like super overly famous you know i'm sure he's gonna get to some status being with her but like i you know she just needs a nice guy max we are we are watching you like a hawk america and the world is watching you yes if you mess up we will take you down i feel like the rest of america are like the dimmy's parents like you better not treat her mean you better be good to her i don't even know she is a nice young lady She's a nice young lady and you treat her with respect. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure, but I think he's up to it based on the yeah, two things that go. I know about him. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Be home by 10 o'clock each night. Exactly. exactly. Ho- yes. I don't care. They'll be married for five years and I'll still be like, eyes, fingers, eyes, fingers, you. my dude. So, yeah. uh, so congrats to them. If you haven't seen the ring, you should check it out just for your own wow factor um <laughs> yeah and then let's move on to our pop culture picks of the week there you go okay so i'll jump in um <laughs> jameson's been on the movie watching spree recently yeah, so. it, well this isn't that far from it. it's tv so sister oh, okay. sister's coming back to netflix yeah wait what is coming back mr sister i used to watch that show all the freaking time all the freaking time when i was a kid along with all the other shows, you know, like Sister Sister, The Nanny, um, yes. all those, you know, that whole bucket of like TGIF style shows, Step by Step, uh, oh, yes. you know, Fresh Prince, obviously, all you know, all these. So, and there was a there was a bunch of nineties others nineties coming that Netflix uh, acquired um, to Heck yes. to get on the platform. So, pretty pumped about that. Jameson, were you a Tia or a Tamara back in the day? Oh. That I had to get back to you on that. That's a very hard question. Because I always wanted to be a Tamara, but I knew deep in my heart that I was a Tia. <laughs> this is something that I feel like every child at that time had to had to reckon with. Maybe just if you're a girl, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. What about you, Victoria? Tia or Tamara? Oh God! It honest. I'll be very honest with you. It's been so long since I've watched that show. I kind Boo. of forget. I know. I know. I know. But I you do remember that I liked. I liked their brother's show, Smart Guy. He's a smart oh, yeah. guy. 
Oh yeah. That was so that. good. I loved that. <laughs> I loved that show. I just love that 90 shows are coming back. They're finding a way to implement it in our streaming services. It makes me so happy. I'm with you on that it, one, Jameson. It's because millennials are in the leadership now and they're like, what, what should we do? And you know, everyone's bring like, back the nineties. Um, um, what if we, what if we put all that on, on Netflix? Just, what if we put oh, Drake and Josh on there? Back. <laughs> yes. I'm down for it. that. I'm Meanwhile, Gen Z is like, what? <laughs> yeah. Fair. What is we're this old, old people now. stuff? We're yeah, we're old. It's old. fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's that a good very one. reality that is, is shocking. Yeah. Um, mine is, okay. I love that. If you guys remember, I think it was last week, um, Martha Stewart came out with a <laughs> That's mine. <laughs> fab- oh, is it? Oh my God. <laughs> go, well, go, go, Okay. I'll say my side and then we'll give you your side. Yes. Um, I love that Martha Stewart came out with this fabulous poolside photo. She makes every, what is she, 77 years old? Like She's 78. 78. Oh, good for her. If I look that fabulous next to a pool, like I'm doing something right in life. I don't um, look that good now. I know. I'm like, I can't even look that good now on a poolside, but good for her. Anyways, yeah. love. Okay. So if you guys are familiar with the story, Chelsea Handler um, decided to imitate the photo and Martha Stewart left <laughs> savage, but fond comment on chelsea handler's photo and now the two are uh gonna get together can i say it what they're planning on doing absolutely that's what they said they're they're planning on smoking a joint together Mm -hmm. and i'm hoping that if they do this they post another pool photo side by side of them together like i want it to be martha stewart photo but then chelsea handler side by side i would like a live stream of the whole process actually let's get more i agree let's Let's get details. Let's get in deep with this. If they're mm-hmm. listening, we would appreciate if you guys would go live on Instagram. Please. Um, that would be so save 2020. I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you take your, you know, whatever oh. <laughs> you have to say about this. I mean, it's a, it's the same thing that you said where it's just <laughs> I love that um that she posted that. I love that Chelsea Handler kind of made fun of her, like poking gently. And then Martha Stewart went back and was basically like, my pool's bigger than yours and my face doesn't look as, what she said, she was like, I think I look a little more relaxed in mine. Relaxed, yeah. Okay, I had a question about this. I couldn't tell if when Chelsea Handler made the comment or, and then, and then, or excuse me, did the, the picture and then she made the comment, like, was the exchange like, it was, it was fun and games. Fun and games. I, I think it was a little, a little shady. Fun and games. You okay. know, like even like, you're poking I read back it and forth. Like, yeah. But then I read like a like twenty percent of it seemed like kind of a jab. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I don't know. I couldn't tell. I, I mean, I just like you make fun of your friends where you're like, oh my gosh, and then they're like, oh really? Well, my pool's nicer than yours, and you look kind of weird in your picture. I, I don't think it was any malice behind yeah. it, but there was definitely yeah. some shade being thrown. And Martha's an expert. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, there My was personal- shade, but I think it was funny, joking shade. Like, oh, yeah. Kinda oh. Like, eh, Martha Stewart not taking each other seriously. Yeah, Martha Stewart like, has been to federal prison. I was going to say, she's you been to federal prison. <laughs> yes. She came well, out of prison, best friends of Snoop Dogg. She does not care prison. about prison, no. Yeah, right. Nice federal prison, but yeah. first class federal prison. <laughs> um, my, but my favorite part of it is uh, she did an interview with uh, E.T. where they asked her, if she meant to uh, post a thirst trap and she was like, what is a thirst trap? And they <laughs> what it, well, they explained it to her and then she goes, Oh, absolutely. It was a thirst trap. Then I was like, yes, Martha. Yeah. 
I feel like you can tell when Martha's being, she had commented on uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's goop candle. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, I don't know if I can say it on here, but her inappropriate sounding candle was the very first one. And Martha just kind of like straight up dissed it. Like, why would you, I can't remember exactly what she said, but she was kind of just like, why would you name, I don't want a candle that smells like that. Like, I don't, I mean, good for her. Do you, whatever. She's um, 78 and, I just like you, and she's an icon. Why is she going to hold back? She didn't care. Yeah. I feel like you can tell when Martha's being just like a complete, like, I don't care, but I feel like she was just having so much fun with Chelsea. And I feel like Chelsea was loving every second of it. Cause I'm sure Chelsea she, absolutely loves Martha, which who wouldn't? Say, I mean, she's the best. She posted a picture of like a super hunky guy on her Instagram the other day, and everyone was like, Who's that, Martha? And she was like, yeah. mm-hmm. and I'm like, You are Whoa. living your best life. Yes. Oh, gosh. So much. She makes Good me want to make Martha. a tablescape. Good for you, Martha. I know. Um, <laughs> all right on that inspirational last note uh don't forget to follow popculture.com we've got all your up-to-date news especially on martha and uh follow us we're on facebook twitter i'm at anna rumor i'm at jameson g brown and i'm at v mcgotomy drop us a rating review subscribe we're on apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher pretty much anywhere you have a podcast that you can download we are there for you so uh, we'll talk to you next week bye I want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves and demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? Okie dokie. Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil, the final season. Streaming May 23rd. Only on Paramount Plus.